you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this isn't actually breaking news, but I just wanted to read. There was a 25 things you don't know about me about Dorit mm. Kemsley from mm. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. And you know what her first one was? Did you see it? Number one? The no. number one thing. No. If you were to say, if Us Weekly came to your door and they said, Lindsay, we have a big problem. We're heading to the presses, but we don't have a 25 things you don't know about me. We need you. Give us at least one thing. We'll fill out the rest. What would the first thing that would come to your mind be for your 25 things you don't know about me? That's hard. I'd only get just one like, thing. No, but just like the gut reaction, because I'm shocked that this is her gut be number like, one. Be like, I drive a Subaru or like something I drive a so Subaru. boring. Ex- okay, cool. Do you know what Dorit says? What? I really don't like to eat sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I went like, oh, I like my Subaru or I like car. I like, I like. And I like she car. Went, I actually don't like to eat sweet potato. It's like no one asked. And also, well, someone did ask. but Someone did ask. Someone <laughs> asked. <laughs> but it's also like, it, no, everyone was like, so, it almost is like somebody was like, do you like sweet potatoes? And she was like, actually, mm-hmm. no. Maybe she had just ordered, maybe versus... she chose sweet potato fries the night before. And regretted it. She was like, oh, I should have gotten regular fries. I always pay the dollar extra for sweet potato fries and then I get pissed. The 25 things you don't know about me is one of the most like confusing processes for some reason in my mind, though I've done like so much journalism, different types, whatever. That one, I would love to hear exactly how they get the 25 things because it's not each time it it feels different mm-hmm. to me like it's not just somebody sending in a but list but sometimes their list I think it's an as told to but how do they lead them yeah I sometimes their list sometimes they're as told to sometimes they're very much like pulled from a longer interview i think you, i think they adjust the format based on the person yeah maybe but i just i really want like an inside scoop at the you know the person who mm-hmm. does this this and let how us they know. do it if you, you know? if you know let us know We'd like to know how Dorit's number one was. Reason. I really don't like to eat sweet potatoes. What was the what was the process? So that for took some us reason, there? I can't reverse engineer the journalism here. I have mm-hmm. to know how you do it. So you know? that's not actually breaking news. The thing about the breaking news today, this Monday, this beautiful Monday after Mother's Day, is that all of the news yesterday was Mother's Day. All of it, everything, all of it. 
I mean, we in five years, I think we rarely say slow news day. I, I mean, we've maybe said it once. We're like, mm-hmm. slow news day, am I right? You know, I just, yesterday or this past week, actually, because it counts, counts the whole mm-hmm. week, was some of the slowest news day antics that our celebrity, Mo- you know, industry has Mother's seen. Mother's Day, Mother's Day. Everything was swallowed up by Mother's Day. And mm, this happens no, every year, but right. something about this year was even crazier because there are more mothers than ever because all of the potential mothers got pregnant during the pandemic. You know? There are just so many new mothers. <laughs> there are more mothers there are, than there ever. Are more, there are, Lindsay. No, I mean, there are more mo- I bet there are more is, mothers now. Huge. I mean, I, I'm sure this is one of those statistics that uh, makes sense uh, as a factor of population growth, but it's like... there. I'm waiting for you to say There are more insane. mothers... On May 10th, 2021, than there have been at any point in human history. There's no way that's wrong, right? There's no way that's wrong. It's just Mother's Day this year happened to swallow up the nothingness that happened Mm -hmm. the week before. And let me tell you, when I dug deep, Mm -hmm. I dug deep. When I read some sources I don't usually read, I read Mm -hmm. the sources. And you'll hear in this episode how we scraped the bottom of the barrel in terms of celebrity. uh, We started, we scraped so hard, we pulled up like old wood chips. We got splinters. We scraped it so hard. But Lindsay, here's a Mother's Day game called Ouch. Who's Mommy? How about that? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. not this. Not yes. this. So not I wanna, this. I'm going to give you the name of a baby. Whole, most of them are newborns in in the past six months. Most of them are 2021. I think a couple of them are late 2020. But it's called Who's Mommy? And I'm going to name you. Sorry. And I'm going to give you the name of a baby. And you're going to tell me. Who mommy is and if you need a hint then i'll give you the name oh, of if okay. applicable the name of the other parent sometimes there's okay. another parent sometimes okay. there isn't so like okay okay but it should okay. help who's, who's mommy? mommy Rhodes. who's mommy emma roberts got it. Oh, my, oh my god that just happened <laughs> I'm telling you, Bobby, all the news. Like, it's not like I'm out here, like, looking for this news. I'm just, like, trying to find good stuff. And I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling by Emma Roberts and her partner, her boyfriend, whatever his name is. Garrett go, walk, Hedlund. Walk roads. They walk roads. It was roads. just funny to They're go from, roads. here's Lindsay. I don't want to play this game. I hate this game. Also, Lindsay, Emma Roberts. <laughs> Emma Roberts. They didn't say, I, no, I like okay. this game. I don't hate okay. this game. Who's mommy? Powerful queen. Nick Cannon. No, that's Daddy. That's Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know. It's one of those two women. Which one? Brittany. Brittany? You got it. Brittany, you got it. It's Brittany Bell. <gasps> okay. 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 Who's mommy? Sylvester Apollo. Sylvester Apollo? Sylvester. You can ask you can ask for the other parent if Who's the dad? Who's the daddy? Sebastian. I guess I'm the daddy. Who's Sebastian? <laughs> Sebastian what? Bear. I have no idea who the mommy is. Come on, Sebastian Bear McClard is daddy. It's Emily Ratajkowski. Come on. Oh, I forgot his name. Okay. Leon Frederick. Who's mommy? Leon Frederick. Very recent. Who's the daddy? If you saw if you saw Emma, oh, uh, Michael Angarano is daddy. Oh, uh, Pen15. Which one? <laughs> the one with the dark hair. Maya Erskine. Maya Erskine. Okay. That was correct. You got I mean that I'm gonna give you that one actually. I'm gonna give you that one. I'm gonna put that right. Okay. okay. Donald. Who's mommy? <laughs> okay, who's daddy? Donald. <laughs> no, not a Donald. Whose daddy is Donald? Who's Donald? Donald. Who is Donald's da- daddy is Donald. And Donald's daddy is Donald. This is Donald the third. Wait. 
So what's Donald Glass's name? Glover. Oh. He's been with Mommy forever, for many, many years. I don't know Mommy's Michelle name. White. I'm sorry. Michelle White. Okay. River. Who's Mommy? River. Mm-hmm. Wait, I know this. Mm-hmm. Who's Daddy? Michael. But Michael is a little estranged. There was drama. Who's, I can give you Michael's full name. name. Kopech. He's a baseball player. Oh, uh, um, uh, Vin- uh what's You're her there. Name? You're there. You're uh, there. Uh, Riverdale. Vanessa. Vanessa. What's her last name? Riverdale. Riverdale. Okay, fine. You got well, it. Name's Vanessa Morgan. River. Okay. Okay. Lucia. Who's mommy? I have no idea. Who's daddy? Alec. Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Oh, ball. Oh, <laughs> um. Uh, uh, what's her name? Come on. Uh, oh, my God. Hilaria. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hilaria. Okay. Um, Riley, who's mommy? Who? Riley, who's mommy? Who's daddy? These are Daryl Sabara. Oh, Megan Trainer. <laughs> okay. We need, like, double Dak- names. You need to give me double names. Dakota, who's mommy? Who's daddy? Macaulay. Culkin. Oh, Brenda Song. There you go. You got it. Okay. Willa, who's mommy? Who's daddy? Joe. If I give you the last Joe. name, it's too. I'm just, just call oh, me Joe. Uh, it's just Joe. What's her face? Uh, what's her face from Game of Thrones? There Thrones. you go. There you go. What's her name? <sighs> Angela. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her name. I forgot her name. What's her name again? It's Sophie Laura. Turner. <laughs> Sophie Turner. I really, she's sorry. Angela. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Kenna. Who's mommy? Okay. I don't know. Who's Matt daddy? daddy. Oh, Grazina Miller. There you go. Okay, great, 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 great. Okay, this is, okay, this is newish. Grayson. Okay, who's daddy? His name is Grant Savoy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She's a country who, been talking about her a lot lately. Is it What's-Her-Face that's their fourth kid? No, it's not. No, 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 it's not her. It's not Thomas Rhett. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mickey Guyton, you got it's, it wrong. Okay. Oh. Um, Mickey Guyton's mommy. Speaking of speaking of country, Hayes, who's mommy? Who's daddy? Daddy is a guy named Ryan. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? Ryan Hurd. Ryan Hurd. Oh, um, uh, Marin. Marin. There you go. There you go. Okay, good. Abel Morris. Phineas. Who's mommy? Abel Phineas. Uh-huh. Ugh, what a what a modern name that'll that'll fade fast that'll go out of style fast. Who's daddy? Leslie. Odom. Odom? Mm-hmm. Junior. Oh, uh, what's her name? Nicolette Robinson. Oh, I don't know her name. Okay, Buddy Prime. Who's mommy? Buddy Prime. Yeah, Prime. Prime. Buddy Prime. Prime. Daddy's Wyatt. I don't. <laughs> Oh, uh, Wyatt Russell's girlfriend. I don't know. Oh, a Meredith Hagner. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, Sorry. only a couple more because this is These hard. These are hard. I have to say, you need to choose names that are like Well, so the obvious stupid. ones are too easy. Here we go. Janie. No, they're not. Janie. Who's, da- who's, who's mommy? I don't know. Who's daddy? Joshua Jackson. Oh, um, um, shit. What's her name? She's playing the queen in the movie and she's Three names. And- Three names. What's her name? Jody Smith Turner. Smith Turner. Jody Smith Turner. Okay. 
George Elizabeth. This just happened like 10 minutes ago. George Elizabeth. I don't know. who. Someone had a baby 10 minutes ago? Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, who's the daddy? Well, it's who's the other parent. It's Lauren Morelli is the other parent. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you took it. You're right. This game was very hetero. Mm-hmm. It's a very hetero game, okay. unfortunately. Wait, did What's-Her-Face have a baby? I mean, you tell me. What's-Her-Face? <laughs> what? She's in Handmaid's Tale. Yes, Tale. Samara Wiley had a baby, and the baby's name is George Elizabeth. Uh-huh. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. And then the last, whose mommy is Grace Warrior, whose mommy? Oh, Bindi Earl, There you baby. go. Okay. You did okay. You did okay. Those were hard. Those were hard. I mean, when you give me a name that's just like, George. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> Donald. Like, you know that's hard. Uh, it's pretty hard. Okay. That's the... There was just so much Mother's Day stuff. You know what shocked me? I tweeted this yesterday from who? What shocked what me shocked is when you, you search, when you, you Google Mother's Day right now, even incognito, I went incognito, and you click news... All the news stories are about Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. That's they crazy. won so they Mother's Day. They basically won they Mother's, won Mother's Day. Day because he Blake wrote Lively that like is the mm, I made a joke about like fucking you in the airport bathroom like or something like that. Like it's Wait, just like because Ryan Reynolds <laughs> what does just it like, have to do with Mother's Day because Ryan Reynolds is um his his Mother's Day post to her was like jokes and I think that's why people were writing about it because it was like remember when we hey you got pregnant because we had airport sex or something like that and blah 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 it was it was stupid yeah. uh, did you had to get yeah. dogged the bounty hunter to find me or something like that it's just yeah. Ryan Reynolds really leaning into he's the persona funny. that has been developed for comedy. him yeah well he's Deadpool he always was which is why he was never convincing romantic male lead yeah it's already two guys a girl in a Mother's Day post is why he just got all <laughs> over the the news last last week <laughs> over the weekend. Guys, a girl in a mother's <laughs> Okay, let's talk about a new Ugh. person. We have a new person here up at the top. Yeah, who is he? The only thing worth like remembering from this week's dreadful SNL. Ladies and gentlemen, Miley Cyrus and the Kid Leroy. So Miley Cyrus performed on the Elon Musk episode of SNL, and she had a guest. And her guest is this guy named the Kid Leroy, who looked very nervous. You could tell it was his first time performing, mm-hmm. and I think he's like 17 years old. Yeah. And he made his debut because they have a duet that's like pretty TikTok popular, if not more popular now. I think more popular, like, yeah. You know, it's expanded beyond. He's interesting, though, because he's Australian. He's just oh. yet another Australian person coming in. I was looking at one of the 10 things to know about him around and it said one of the lines was in order to fully pursue his dreams the teenager left australia and set his sights on california and i was like that's half our show (laughs) that's like half our show is teenagers (laughs) who were like i want to pursue my dreams so i'm going to leave australia and set my sights on california i know we need some people who aren't australian on this show australia has really taken over the show in terms of bringing us new talent they really insert themselves into like everyone else's culture australia used to be it's new it this was we did not talk about australians as much before 20 20 2021 zone you know so but he's one of those people where it's like who is he and it's like well first of all he's a child um (laughs) um, (laughs) right like he's so young he's 17 i can't believe that you would have been leaving forget all your reason i lost my you know i didn't mean now i see it you run and repeat it and i can't take it back 
So he's from Australia and he moved here and he got a following. That's just how really Australia is though. Why mm. the fuck is he rapping in an American accent? You're from Australia. Do you feel like you rap in an American accent? I just rap however it comes. I just make music. I don't think about anything too much. Like I just do it how it comes out. Like music for me is a is a very different, you know, is a very uh spiritual or like no, that's the wrong word, not spiritual. It's a very like just off the top process. Like mm. I don't think about anything. I, I just think about how I feel and however it comes out, it comes out. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I don't think about, oh, I gotta rap in this accent or oh, I gotta say this to please this person. It's just however the fuck I feel. That's how it's gonna come out. I mean, uh, yeah, because you're not, you're definitely nowhere near the offender that Iggy was when she came out rapping like Ti. That was sort of like a weird moment for Australia, right? Like, why does this girl sound like she's from Atlanta? Um, I mean, shit. <laughs> you don't gotta admit it. It's whatever. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't really remember much about like to be honest with you. So apparently, his great great grandfather told him he was Spanish because of his complexion. He later found out he was from the Camilleroy, which is the the name. Which of is the, the origin of the Kid Leroy. Got the it. The Kid Leroy. Got the it. The Kid Leroy. It's kind of cool. I just thought that was interesting. Like, I don't know much. I have to say I don't know much about the history of that, but. And now you'll know more because of him, probably. Yeah, no, totally. His name is like Charlton. No, this originally. is this is definitely one of those things that like, especially for non-Australians, where it's like, Hollywood life explains the the history of Australia's Aboriginal community. It's like, okay, I guess I'll take it. Like, that's cool. Well, actually, they didn't. Not yeah. to be rude, it was timed time. it. Timed it. <laughs> the Hollywood Hollywood life mentioned nothing of interesting about this guy. Like, literally, I think they got his age mm-hmm. and they got his real name, and that's it. And the, every other five things about him was like, he's Australian. Like, they didn't really go into it. I had to find a good time magazine piece that did the question this seo questioning of who is the kid Leroy, <laughs> but then actually answered the question like with respect to his actual life and origin story yeah, you know yeah so shout out to that <laughs> although i'm like who's watching i keep being like snl big stage like he made his debut but i'm like who's watching snl but i guess a lot of people watched it this weekend because of elon musk being the did you see the video of the cyber truck driving through Times square no, I really, I, I, I have to admit, I avoided every single video. The only thing I saw from the Elon Musk was a screenshot of Grimes as Peach. And I was like, Ugh. that's my fault. Did you see the Cybertruck driving? It was a real Cybertruck? Times Square. Yes, it's real. Or was it just that fake alien truck that drives around Brooklyn sometimes that looks like a spaceship? No, I, love, <laughs> no, I love that thing. Did you, you know, the thing's back on the road. Yeah. That thing, I saw that thing yeah, driving I've seen the other day. It. I saw it recently and I was like, oh my I God, blast in the past. it didn't drive. No, it moves. I thought it didn't drive. It's still Okay. Um. Remember when it went disappearing? People in Gothamist was like, "Where'd it go?" And yeah, then it, like, and it was came like, back. "He's okay. like, I'm here." It's like some dad. Yeah. It's some like just like dude. <laughs> it's really Hi. cool though. It's in it. It's parked usually in Prospect Heights. If you ever want to go find it, it's an alien. It's like an alien car. It looks like I a spaceship. Okay. No. The the Cybertruck mm-hmm. was driving through Times Square. No. Uh, this weekend, I I'm telling you. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm telling you. But I am telling you. Was was it being was there a human in it, or was it on autopilot? You know, do that's we know? A great question. I didn't. I didn't look inside. I think the windows are tinted. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. But I think somebody had to be driving it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it bar- it probably barely works. Like it's definitely. It's like the story about the the first 
iPhone announcement where Steve Jobs had to fake the whole thing because it was so clumsy. Now you know? I'm imagining, you know, in the Flintstones where they had to power the car with their feet. I imagine like Yes, I guys. know in the Flintstones how they have to power the car with their feet. Four guys in the Cybertruck just like <laughs> running. Just running through no, Times it's Square, literally it's like, it's Grimes on the front wheels and Azalea Banks in the back wheels, and they're just like they're going for it, like a horse costume. Yeah, yeah I love that. Okay, um, oh my god, that's great. So that's what happened this weekend. That's really like that was like the new person of the weekend to me at least because I the kid Leroy was like who's this shy cutie on SNL and it's the kid Leroy. There's very there's a lot of I think I think comparisons to Justin Bieber are also valid. No, There's something about him being young and sort of like coming out of nowhere and looking like looks like looking like a kid, you know? This is my like own age, whatever, but I thought he looked like Janeth- Jonathan Brandeis. I don't know if that's is that how you pronounce Brandis? Isn't it Brandis? Brandis? Just Brandis? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not like the college. I thought he looked a lot like him, a young him. He has a kind of a very pretty got a pretty look. Yeah. What's next, Lindsay? I don't like that you put this in here. I know you're mad about it, but I don't like seeing it. <laughs> Olivia I mean, Colpo shares herself tanner hacks and beauty secrets in 2021. Why is, Re- <laughs> in- Why is the Hollywood Reporter doing Olivia Colpo's self tanning spawn? I'm just in the magazine. I'm just. Did they I'm lose an advertiser? Like here. what? Yeah. Wait, what's going on here? <laughs> like, did McDonald's pull out? I mean, I just don't understand. Like, this is the fate of our. This is the fate of our ad- of our hashtag spawn, where Olivia Colpo is telling. She's the brand ambassador for Bondi Sands, which we've definitely talked about this. Speaking of Australia. Yeah. Right. I'm still in. We're still in Australia. She spills how to get the perfect tan beauty and skincare products she really uses and her self-care advice. The only thing that's interesting about this interview is they ask her what projects she has in the works. And she's like, I'm practicing with a quartet because <laughs> she plays the cello. Because as I told you, cello is the hottest instrument. And she has beauty and brains. And yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a project in a film that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. I also have another restaurant on opening with my family in Rhode Island called Union in Maine. Do we have to go to Olivia Coppola's? restaurant in rhode island i no. would love to you know now that i'm thinking about it i would <laughs> I thought you were just love say to no. <laughs> i haven't spent much time in rhode island and i feel like it's worthwhile if we get some sort of content out of it oh it's beautiful there and not just because olivia Coppola has two restaurants <laughs> in the area what's the other restaurant i'm like another restaurant you had one restaurant this entire time if it's a freaking Olivia Culpo, it's, it's an Olive Garden. She owns a McDonald's franchise. It's called Back I 40. Mean, Terrible name. Like golf? Like golf. But wait. I don't associate is that, that with golf? Olivia back. I just think the, like the back nine? The back, back, the back 40. something? I thought it was golf. But you're right. It wouldn't be the back 40 because there aren't more than 40. Oh, it's like, like a sports. Only... It's like a sports bar. It's a pub. So it's it a is. pub. It's a pub. That looks fun. I'm into a sports bar. No. Oh, well, it says Olivia Culpo's North Kingston restaurant is all about retro comfort food and family dinners. Back 40 came to Rhode Island with a lot of fanfare. Not only did it have Olivia Culpo's name attached to it. <laughs> okay, that's not a lot of fanfare. It became tangentially <laughs> re- connected to the Patriots, catching the attention of anyone who eats. Okay, I'm not reading this anymore. Her dad is a is a restaurant owner guy. He owns a lot of restaurants Got in it. Boston, and his name is Peter Culpo. He also Got owns it. a restaurant called Wicked Fish. Get me out of here. <laughs> Oh, I've been there. <laughs> Shut up. No. Yeah. No. No. Hey, guys. My name's Olivia Culpo, Miss USA 2012, and here are 10 facts you never knew about me. Number one, 
My first pageant was this past September, 2011. It was the Miss Rhode Island USA pageant. I was wearing a dress that was $25. I rented it. It was too small and there was a hole in the back. Number two, I have a weird taste in movies. I like anything from anime, um, foreign films, documentaries, you know, just your, the stranger movies. I like regular ones too, but I like to really explore and go to the more independent, smaller films. Okay, we're skipping Scott Speedman's uh, pregnancy announcement because who cares? And, um, or should we? Her name is Lindsay no, Ray Hoffman. I mean, there's nothing here except for her name is Lindsay Ray and my name's Lindsay J and I don't like it. I'm threatened, so I want to skip. Okay, we'll skip. And we'll go on to two actually interesting pregnancies and both of them I'm I'm seeing the words that are in the back of my throat, and I'm 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 thinking about them nearing the front of my mouth as I'm about to say, say them, and I'm realizing that say. it's so boring. Say. Two of the women from Little Mix are about to give birth. They're both pregnant. To be fair, there's only three. There's only four. There's only four. Because there were there five, and now there's five. four. Yeah. There, there's only four women, so half of Little Mix. Well, it's Littler Mix now. Remember the one that left. It's Littler Mix. It's once <laughs> Jesse left, they became Littler Mix. So half of Littler Mix, that's 50% of Littler Mix, had, is are pregnant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jesse, if Jesse was still in Little Mix, it would have been less of a percentage. But now it's very glaring that 50% of Little Mix Oh, my God. It is only three now. It's even smaller than I imagined. That's I thought it was what five I thought. To I was like, there were four. To four. Three. There were never five. Okay. What I hate now what is said. that I can name all the Little Mixers without thinking. Jade, I was like, wait a second. Leanne, so once, once Jesse left, then it was Stephanie. just Leanne and Jade and Perry. <laughs> so, well, well, who is the fourth? And I was like, oh, no, Bobby, you know all four. And one of them's gone. Okay, so literally, okay. So as we, I I have to change my percentages. It was 50%. Now it's two 25% of, left. 25% left. Yeah, only only 25%. Wait, no. There were four. No. One left. No, now three. 25% of Little Mix left. And now they're Littler Mix. No, I understand. Oh, but I know what you're now, saying. Now. Two thirds are pregnant. of them are pregnant. Yes. What's two thirds percentage? What is that against? Two thirds. It's like which sixty six percent. Yeah, it's like sixty six percent ish. Okay. And change. It's a lot. Yeah. So two thirds of little mix are pregnant now. Only one little third of littler mix is not pregnant. Yeah, no, it is crazy. So the two little mix, the the two little mixers who are pregnant are Leanne Pennick and Perry Edwards, mm. who I would say are the of the three, the two themiest. Jade's definitely the whoiest remaining littler mix, right? Definitely. How did it feel when I finally left Little Mix? <sighs> okay, now I kept it in for such a long time and that's why I kept breaking down and crying about it because I had never spoken about it before. When you keep it all in up here, it just makes it 10 times worse. I think it's gonna be a brand new experience, but at the same time, exciting. I kind of fell into a Leanne Pinnock hole because she had the more attention-grabbing pregnancy announcement last week because she took these like very glamorous photos with her boyfriend. Right, because she had a little yes. time. We just got the the mm -hmm. the other one, Perry. We just, Perry, Perry. Perry. Is it Perry? Perry. We just got the other one recently. Leanne had a nice buildup because they also had like an mm -hmm. anniversary. They both are dating yes. footballers. Leanne's footballer's name is Andre Gray and Perry's footballer's name is Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. In case you forget these women are little mix or littler mix is British, here's a good reminder is that they're both dating footballers and they both got pregnant by yes, them. Yes, exactly. You know? So Leanne Pennick announced her pregnancy via these very beautiful photos, these staged photos. They're like or not staged photos, but professional photos in this beautiful green drapey dress. And it was like, Oh, she's one of the littler mixers. Okay, that's cool. 
but it made me want to sort of go through her history because I don't know about British people and I don't know much about Littler Mix. And so I was like, what better way to get a sort of biography or origin story, it's not a game at all, of Leanne Pinnock and footballer Andre Gray's relationship than with Daily Mail headlines. So they've been together since 2016 and I read every single Daily Mail headline about the two of them over the past five years. Every Not single the full one? stories, but the headlines. There were so many tabs on my Chrome that I, it looked like the Instagram stories of someone who's annoying. And I was like, oh my God, look at all those, look at all those tabs. And then I closed them out and then I ordered them. And so I can give you, since there's probably not much you know about Leanne Pennick and Andre Gray's relationship as an American. Nothing. I would say close to nothing. So why don't I give you the rundown in the form of Daily Mail headlines. Leanne Pennick confirms relationship with Burnley striker Andre Gray as she cozies up to footballer in Snapchat video. Think of the time. Oh, wait. He's a striker. He's a striker. Yeah. Think he's of the striker. time, too. Not even Instagram video. Snapchat video. Okay. So 2016. 2016. December 2016. January striker. 2017. Quote, when she saw them, she was devastated. Colon. Ex-girlfriend of Leanne Pinnock's footballer boyfriend, Andrea Gray, thought they were, quote, on a break. <gasps> Isn't that sad? That's sad. Okay. Oh, yikes. <clears throat> Imagine you think you're on a break and then your boyfriend's dating Leanne from and now that. Mix. Oh, at that point, they were, they were a little, little mixed. They were, they little were not little point, mix yes. yet. Andre Gray, getting all this new attention because he's dating a little mix, gets this next headline in January 2017. Leanne Pinnock's new boyfriend, footballer Andre Gray, forced to apologize for homophobic slur only five months ago. You know, he gets this Uh-oh. renewed attention, right? He has to apologize because he's dating Leanne Pinnock. Okay. That's true. June 2017, Little Mix star Leanne Pinnock shares another glimpse of her shapely curves in a tasseled pink bikini as she cuddles up to Beau Andre Gray during romantic beach getaway. They're going on vacation. They're loving life. They're loving each other. They're uploading, quote, a handful of scintillating shots. Okay. They survived, they survived his, his homophobic, homophobic slur. slur. Exactly. They survived. And yeah. then we move on to December 2017. Watford striker Andre Gray poses with Little Mick's girlfriend Leanne Pinnock in matching pink coats as he dances during birthday celebrations. They're getting older. They're still in love. They're doing funny costume photos. It looks great. We move on to March 2018. Shout out to my texts. Oh, great. Because shout out to my ex, you know. Oh. Shout out to my texts. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my texts. Chic Leanne Pinnock oh catches up with her phone as she... Talk about a treadmill jam. Oh my God. Fall off the treadmill to that one. Okay, what? Chic sorry, go, Leanne Pinnock catches up with her phone as she heads home from a day of furniture shopping with Andre Gray. They're getting so cozy. They're buying furniture together, okay? They're exactly, buying okay? furniture together? Oh, know. you know what that means. They're going to sit on the... They're going to sit, sit on it. On it 2018, together. June 2018, Leanne <laughs> Pinnock shows off her enviable pins in tiny denim shorts as she enjoys a day out on the water with Beau Andre Gray. <laughs> okay. Moving on, June 2018, same month, <laughs> okay. Leanne Pinnock displays major side boob and sexy poolside snap as she cuddles up to Andre Gray on Bali break. They love going to Bali. That's a big thing that they do. I'm sorry, but pins mm-hmm. and then side boob, it's too And you much. know what? They're going on so many sexy vacations that in August 2018, they get this headline. Little mix star Leanne Pinnock sparks engagement rumors with footballer Bo Andre Gray as emotional video surfaces online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's okay. like a video with them like Emotional meeting his video. family and his mom says something like Emotional video. It's like the opposite. Her of mom a sex says tape. something like <laughs> Leanne, welcome to the family or something. Why release a sex why leak a sex tape when you can leak an emotional <laughs> video? <laughs> that's, that's your crisis yes. PR like strategy. 
Sex tapes are out. Emotional videos are like, in. July 2019. We're skipping to the following summer. Little Mix's Leanne Pennick reveals she, quote, wakes up hating her footballer beau, Andre Gray, due to recurring nightmare of him no. cheating on her. <laughs> oh. She keeps having... <laughs> okay, that's not She spoke fault. to uh, Grazia magazine and told the story about how she has a recurring nightmare that he cheats on her. Okay. She's having stress Late dreams, summer yeah. 2019, Leanne Pennick goes brawless and plunging co-ward as she attends UK launch of her vibe drama Top Boy with boyfriend Andre Gray. Okay. Hell of a hell of a headline, okay? And then co-ward. Co-ward, my favorite British thing that we don't do. Co-ward. March 2020, right? The pandemic has just started. Leanne Pennick suffers several live okay. TV blunders as her dog barks and someone knocks on her front door during hilarious morning interview. <laughs> Isn't that good? Okay, okay. Andre's not involved there. I just thought that was funny. He's not, in, he's not <laughs> I just thought that was funny. That, okay, that's okay. one of the best headlines. Yeah, no, okay. it's funny. It's funny. Then we have April 2020. People are early pandemic. They're saying too much. Remember this? When every interview was like over Zoom and there was just too much revealing information? We have this. Little Mix's Jade Thurlwall implies bandmate Leanne Pinnock has loud sex with boyfriend Andre, Andre Gray on tour in very cheeky radio interview. Okay. Then we have April 2020 uh-huh. again. I've been a moody bitch. Leanne Pinnock praises boyfriend Andre Gray for putting up with her in lockdown as she shares playful swimsuit snap. They're getting along in lockdown, okay? A lot of people don't. Little Mix star Leanne Pinnock goes yeah. topless to promote her swimmer line as she reclines sexily on a lounger. That's 25th of May 2020. Not a, I gotta say going topless to promote a swimmer line, not really I what know, and guess think. who didn't not approve really of it? Different. Guess it's who didn't really approve smart. it? A couple weeks, oh, one week later oh, we get this. Boyfriend. Quote, now I feel really bad. Little Mix's Leanne Pinnock reveals she was told off by her mom after posing sizzling topless pictures on Instagram. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of don't blame her mom was probably like, how are people supposed to know to buy the swimsuit top if you're, mm-hmm. top if you're not wearing it? And then we go to June know? 2020. Their relationship is going through some problems. Here we have number one problem. Leanne Pennick shares snap of fiance Andre Gray's elegant birthday cake amid claims he broke lockdown rules to host a garden party. <laughs> he got in trouble. And then we have October 2020. Oops. Leanne Pinnock enjoys smooch with sexy, gorgeous fiance Andre Gray on 29th birthday. Dot dot dot. As she launches her own TV production firm. Okay, um, she's very busy. I know. Congrats. More Congrats. problems. December 2020. Little Mix star Leanne Pinnock's fiance Andre Gray apologizes for flouting lockdown by hosting a poker party for friends while she was away. Oh my God! Can he mm-hmm. stop? And here's another posting another L online. Little Mix is this is January 2021. Little Mix is Leanne Pinnock and footballer fiance Andre Gray put their six bedroom Surrey mansion on the market for 4.95 million pounds after losing planning fight to build an underground pool. Oh no, they didn't get their underground pool. Mm-hmm. And then we have this recent headline from May 2021. I'm relieved. Little Mix's Lee, <laughs> Little Mix's Leanne Pinnock says she's finally embracing her pregnancy during makeup-free chat with bandmates amid claims Jesse Nelson wants to sever ties. And now we've caught up. And now we've caught up on their relationship. What did you think of that? Jesse Nelson really tried. To well, Jesse Nelson. What's interesting is that Jesse Nelson is was on the cover of Cosmo this month, and she did a lot of talking about Little Mix, and she. She talked a, a little shit, and I think it's it's her talking a little shit is kind of is becoming the quote amid of the headlines exactly. that are talking but about. But if you compare that to what Leanne Pinnock is doing, it's just like it's very um, uh, God. What am I trying to say? It's, it's it's more petty than it would be on a typical day because what Leanne Pinnock is doing, she's getting a ton of headlines. She's making a documentary about racism and colorism in pop music, specifically UK pop music. And it premieres right. on like BBC yeah. or Sky, one of those channels, like a high profile documentary. And she's been working on it since last fall. And so that's premiering next week. 
and or this week if this we're in this week now but she's getting a ton of press for these like kind of important like statements and the important work that she's doing in regards to that aspect of the music industry like racism and colorism and her personal lived experience so she's getting tons of headlines like there she got a write-up in the financial times like she's getting very like high profile kind of fancy write-ups right but she's still getting but she's still getting put next to jesse and then jesse nelson's getting like i'm mad at my bandmates and perry edwards is like i'm also pregnant so it's really interesting like the variety of coverage that leanne is getting right now to stand out and it makes the just it's kind of hard leanne is leanne is doing a lot but her getting pregnant and also a bandmate getting pregnant and also jesse what about me what What about about me? me is still kind of kind of in mm-hmm. the picture when we talk about the headline that's going to go exactly. with this or whatever. But there's the the kind little mix stuff is like way more fascinating than I ever gave it credit for. So Wait, no, there's just so there's just so <laughs> much it. going on with these women. Like the dynamics are crazy. Like they're always fighting. I didn't realize the girls were dynamics. always fighting. A lot of dynamics. I mean, usually I'm thinking about like in the past when like a member of a girl group or boy group leaves the band and kind of the immediate immediate aftermath of that especially if the band stays together and like there are a few examples but there are definitely others spice girls being fifth one harmony. um uh, uh fifth harmony stayed together very mm-hmm. briefly after uh four fi- normani four fifths left of fifth harmony yeah. well left. now there's three fifths yeah oh well, actually camila left first then then they stayed together then normani left and we can't do like, this anymore we we're unsustainable we have like only, they like, took two. a load-bearing wall out like they yeah. can't do it anymore <laughs> And then, speaking of Normani, where's the album? And speaking, speaking of... Don't be rude to her. She's gonna. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. What I liked about the Little Mix stuff is after they lost, after they lost Jesse, they released. What was the song they released? Uh, Confetti. Well, no, Holiday? Confetti. But then Confetti had a feature, which was really fun. So it's sort of funny how they're like playing with the fact that like kind of these women are interchangeable. So like, hey, we lost Jesse. Let's throw in Sweetie. She's cool. She's hot. She's like. This will give us like a um, some buzz for this release, and it worked. You know. Mm. She doesn't want to do it. She was also like, there were some mental health issues too. She was like, this was bad for me. Yes. Right. So it's like, it's not even like, I mean, I'm sure she will do solo stuff, but it is, it's not like that was the impetus, very Camila Cabello of her to leave. You know, when Camila left, the kind of bad taste in people's mouth was like, this is so obviously Mm -hmm. career focused. Like, don't you care about like your band or whatever? And the answer was like, no, I actually don't. I'm like trying to be a singer, you know, I'm trying to be a solo singer. For as much as like it's easy to like clown on Camila, it's like they. Oh, it's easy. Someone had to leave first, and she won. You know, like I think that's part of where some of the resentment came from. It's like I mean, that's why I want Normani like, to release she, an she album left first, already. So she won. <laughs> and I think they realized that like, oh well, fuck, she won. Now we're mad at her. You know? Yeah. Not that I think like Ali Brooks' <laughs> album would have been more buzzy than wow. Camila's if she Look at you bragging about your knowledge of Fifth Harmony members. I literally can name all of them. Name still, all of them. Which is crazy to me. Lauren, Ali, Camila, Normani. The, <gasps> other, the other one. one? Rachel. Rachel, what, are you going to say like what? Angela again? <laughs> Angela. Angela? Wait, no, I, there's one I'm missing. Who is it? Oh my Come god, on. who is Starts it? Starts with the D. Starts Not with the Allie, D. Not Allie. Allie. No, you're Diana? close. Diana? 
Dina, Dina Diane. Dina Dina. Dina. Oh, she really is. I'm so sorry. Lindsay, I she's forgot the forgettable her. one. It's one. <gasps> I'm sorry. Allie Brooke, mm-hmm. I remembered. Mm-hmm. I'm Dinah Jane Hansen, and I'm from Santa Ana, California. I am 15 years old, and I am a high school student at Orange County High School. Hi, I'm Dinah Jane, and I'm here to play Song Association with Elle. Hey, I'm Dinah Jane, and I'm gonna spill it. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. For- it's linen season, honey. Oh. Oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jacket sweaters and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh, and it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. photos. You got to you gotta be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
Next on the agenda, we have an interesting thing that I didn't realize. I put next to each other two gay couples, one breaking up and one getting together. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of fun. We I have love gay who's. Francesca Farago and Demi Sims. These are, this is like truly drama. And then we have the TikTok girls. Adelaide, yeah, Adelaide Kane. Adelaide Kane. Well, she's an actress. She's on Rain. And Martha Worthman, who's a TikTok, a thirst trappy TikTok lesbian. Uh, so first, one of the start best with... types of lesbians. The thirst trappy TikTok lesbian. Ugh. Okay, but let's let's start with Francesca Farago and Demi okay. Sims, though. They're the only way as Essex girls, right? Well, so Francesca Farago was on Too Hot, Too Hot for oh, TV. Oh, Too Hot to Handle. Not yeah. Too Hot for TV. What's the show? Too Hot to Handle. She's okay. American. Demi is okay? the only way as Essex. And Demi right. Sims okay. was on TOWIE, the only way as Essex. And then when they got together, they both were mm-hmm. on TOWIE. So this it went very. This relationship sped very fast because they were together. It was whirlwind. They met in April. The this all DMs, started in April. And then <laughs> it was kidding. very no, fast. And then they were immediately on <laughs> TOWIE. I feel like maybe your sisters are like a little concerned that we're moving pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you know, you know. <laughs> I already know how I'm going to propose to you. I've told you it's already planned out of my head. I'm going to do it. Why are you so cute for? What are we going to do after? After London. You want to live in LA, don't you? For a bit, yeah. Yeah. So. I'll come with you. Well, obviously. There is going to be times when you might be in LA and I might not be there. I might be in Essex, but we will definitely make it work. Like we 100%. can 100%. Love you. Love you. Well, cheers to us and cheers. the future and whatever it brings us. Now we have the headline, she blocked me, deleted me, and told me to leave London. Francesca Farago claims she's not on good terms with Dex Demi Sims after a pair split following a whirlwind romance. She told me to leave London. <laughs> <laughs> leave London. But what's funny about this is the reason why it got like truly heated, which is, this is the first time I've seen oh, the this TikTok, happen yeah. to a couple. So Francesca posted a TikTok in which she was... The joke was like, you want me? I want you, baby. It's you know the, that TikTok meme where they go? The levitating. It's, a, it's yeah. levitating by Dua Lipa. So basically the TikTok is her saying, whenever we broke up, I was like, no, I'm happy on my own. But then the moment she's like, you want me, you want me, baby. I'm like, yes, I miss you. I miss you. I love you. Right? The yes. moment my ex says you want, the moment my ex says you want me, mm-hmm. I say I want you, baby. So that was the thing. And her ex, I guess, is a too hot to handle co-star named Harry mm-hmm. Josie. I want you guys to meet my baby. And so Demi like DM'd her and was like, what the fuck? That was disrespectful. Like implying that she was going to get back with her ex. When she was literally just doing a TikTok (laughs) meme as like a joke. Okay. So the way that the Daily Mail has to write this is hilarious. It says, she also used the video to address the cryptic TikTok she posted about getting back with an ex just days after her shock split with Demi. In her TikTok video, which is still uploaded to the platform and has over 13 million views, the Canadian beauty lip syncs to Dua Lipa's levitating. It is captioned with single and ready to focus on me. And then the video changes to my ex, to that which she mimes the lyrics, you want me, I want you, baby. Prior to their relationship, Francesca dated Too Hot to Handle co-star Harry Jowsey, with the two splitting in June as she revealed he was the ex in question. Francesca said, that she used the wrong audio track for the video and denied it was meant to be about her falling for Harry again. Quote, I did not even realize that's how it came across until Demi messaged me. How would you use another audio if that's the joke? She's also like, it's perfectly timed. She's using the right audio. I think she just was, she was trying to participate in a TikTok meme and then it was misread. But also she can't possibly say that she didn't know what it 
that it would be interpreted that way because it's there's only one interpretation for this video. There's a single interpretation for this I video. I know. I know. And then Demi posted on Instagram messages. Thanks, guys, for all your messages. Check in on me to make sure I'm okay after my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend's TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks for checking in on me. After my ex-girlfriend's TikTok, which, by the way, we've only been broken up for a week, and she's already posting about falling for her ex-boyfriend again. I'm okay. But I can show you I'm okay after having a hard week of crying and a broken heart. I've now realized I dodged a bullet. I appreciate all well, your support. And then Here's she, my problem oh, with this. Oh, God. The weird thing to me about this, and it was actually confusing to me when I was first reading this stuff, was that the assumption by everyone was that the ex she was referring to was the guy from over a year ago. And it's like, how? why wouldn't it why be Demi? Why wouldn't it be Demi? Why you wouldn't it be Demi? <laughs> why couldn't it be sort of loving, too, where it's like, oh, I instantly missed Demi, my girlfriend from two days ago. Like, why was the assumption that oh it's the God. other ex? There are multiple I'm exes. Just you know? Died, to be honest. What's happened? Me and Francesca broke up. Oh, damn. I feel literally heartbroken, but it was for the best. Like, it was the best thing for both of us to do. What happened, though? Like, why have you broke up? We just weren't getting on, like, behind closed doors, and the relationship that we was having in front of everyone else was a different relationship as what we was having when no one else was there and it was like the spark was gone and there was just no conversation between us and it was just and then they broke up so that's a couple that's a couple in strife a, a gay couple and in then strife we have these people now we have love them Adelaide Kane, who's the one who we talked about her I don't know if it was cut because it was kind of boring remember she made TikToks about how much she was mm-hmm. paid and like how she makes like no money because all of it goes to, like stylists, stylists and, and lawyers and agents and, and travel and blah 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 yeah she did like here's the math like very tlc behind the music like let me do the math mm-hmm. or whatever all right this is how a group can sell 10 million records and be broke and everyone get ready to do your math so she's on that show rain which i believe is like she plays like queen of hearts queen she of plays the queen, queen of scots she mary queen. queen of scots yeah oh it says it right here okay <laughs> queen of scots she is dating martha wartman who is a model who is a model, but she's like now more famous for being like a TikTok thirst trap yeah, lesbian, I love that. you know? I love that. <laughs> she's Dutch. And I swear to God, normally we don't focus on like TikTok based stuff or whatever because it gets a little bit. Then you're talking about everyone who's on TikTok. It's like everyone on TikTok is famous, mm-hmm. which is insane. It's not true, but like it implies it. These two went on vacation, I guess, together. And I swear to God, between the two of them, there are like 30 to 40 TikToks. And pretty much all of them are identical. Like, they're all identical. <laughs> they're like, they're doing all these like trends and lip syncs and like things. I'm like, are you like, aren't you like, also put on your vacation? Phone down, like, please go put sit, your phone down. Go read a book. But they're funny. Like the one that they did of the, the hand holding thing. Like it's. They're sort of funny. Like, I, I kind of get, like, the, the desire to be cheeky with all of this stuff. And maybe... It's definitely... And they both were TikTokers mm-hmm. before this. Like, it's not like this is new. This is definitely both of their... Uh, they both love the platform, mm-hmm. you know? But I guess they only met for the first time in person last week. And then they met, went to Mexico Whirlwind. for three weeks. Whirlwind. Love. love to Whirlwind see Whirlwind romance. So kind of what happened with, honestly, I want them to take a look at the relationship between Demi Sims and Francesca Farago and maybe just learn, just take a step back or 
Just don't get each other's names tattooed I mean, on No, me. get each other's names tattooed. That'll give us something else to talk about. Okay. Please, do it. <laughs> Bobby's like, chaos, World, chaos, Queer chaos, whirlwind chaos, romance, chaos, love chaos. it. No, get married tomorrow. I love yeah, it. It really is. I like that we had these two... We had a happy, we had a, a breakup and a get together. We had a whirlwind romance breakup and a mm-hmm. whirlwind romance get together. I hope theirs last longer than the Tally But yeah, girls. Martha Wortman is just a, a Dutch model. Next. Juliana Rancic is leaving E's red carpet. She's done. This is Shocking. huge. Shocking. She's giving up the gig of talking to celebrities on the red carpet. I will say after this bleak year where she had to stand at the most <laughs> awkward angle where they had to like shoot her from behind and she had to be six feet away from the people and then kind of yell to them. That was not a good look. She was like, I'm done with this. I get I'm it. Done I with can't this. believe she's been doing it for 20 years. Let someone else in also. That's crazy. Like give someone else a chance. It is. It is interesting though. Cause like it is hard to imagine who would quote unquote fill her shoes. If not because I always thought she was so fantastic, but it just feels, it feels like, it was it was uh, Joan. It was Juliana. Like Melissa. there's not many people who we know to do it's this. It's gonna be like, like there's Brad. Just not... It's gonna be fucking Brad. I know. I think it should be Brad. I find him kind of dull too. Yeah, but it has to be a stylist this time. It has to be somebody. It can't. I think they're gonna go from host to like actual stylist turned host. Meaning it's gonna be either. Not tan, uh, it's gonna but be, like well, tan fran- maybe like one of the queer the, eyes. The, the, one of the the queer eye who does the most in the red carpet is Karamo. It might be Karamo. It's gonna you're be. Right. I mean, if it's not Brad, it might be Karamo. I don't think it'll be a woman. I think it'll be a gay man. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be a woman. Is what I'm saying. Like I think it's gonna be a gay man. Brad was front and center on the panel, so it almost feels like Brad is about to ascend. But into Brad Juliana's is so. Seat. He's definitely. I just see Brad as more of a commentator, not necessarily an interviewer. Like you have, there's a little bit of a difference, and I think Karamo does more with the people on the red carpet. Brad's more like sitting in a chair behind a TV screen, being like, "That's stunning. I love the like, whatever. I love the beadwork there. Like, that's 2018, you know, exactly. couture from whatever." Karamo's he, like, "Tell I me about your trauma. Though- what trauma led you to this particular gown? <laughs> what about your childhood led you to go strapless today? You know, like." I said this before, but it has to be the ideal person is somebody that celebrities actually like running into. So you have so if it was a queer eye guy, it's like yay. Celeb mm-hmm. other celebrities are fans of queer eye, so I do feel like they would be so happy to run into Karamo or Tan or even Jonathan or any of them, you know, even Bobby, and because. Th- th- it, it's just one of those heartwarming shows that everyone seems mm-hmm. to be a fan of, even other mm-hmm. celebrities. Like, meanwhile, Brad, like, I'm sure they all know him or some have worked with him. Obviously, it's not as much. He's not as much of a kind of celebrity beloved person. You need somebody who celebrities actually would like to yeah. meet, you know, and talk to about fashion. But I really want somebody who knows about it because it's not fun. Like whenever you see do. Karamo, you're like. Karamo, yay! But whenever you see whenever you see Brad, you're you're more like this. Watch, listen. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Stop! Stop! Hey. I'm not like that. Hey. Hey. hey, okay. Future Lindsay here. Literally hours after we recorded this segment, it was announced that the person taking over for Juliana Rancic as the E red carpet fashion correspondent is none other than Laverne Cox. We're not too far. We're a little far. We're not too far. 
I think it's a great decision. I think people will be thrilled to see her there. And here is, let me read you her statement, or at least part of it. I am so excited and deeply humbled to be hosting E's iconic red carpet coverage. For many years, I would wake up early on award show days, get my snacks in place, and watch E's coverage all day long. I dreamed of walking red carpets. Now, not only have I had several fun and amazing personal red carpet moments, I also get to be a red carpet guide for E's discerning audience and chat with my colleagues and folks I deeply admire for these very special events in their lives. Cool. Okay, back to the show. So... Ireland Baldwin did so Ireland Baldwin did a what's in my bag for us weekly and I there were two things in here that took me out one of them is uh well three things okay three things Probiotic okay like, I'm balm. kidding three things okay <laughs> scratch that four things so the, <laughs> as you know the us weekly staff they're very wonderful um they're so smart they're they're so busy all the time so whenever they do a what's in my bag they have to fake the bag they have to buy the stuff and then you know spread it out and then photograph it to make it look like it's Ireland Baldwin's bag, but it's definitely creative direct. It's art directed. It's styled. So you have here at the yeah, top, yeah, it says yeah, we know constantly on the move. Is she, they're, they're making a lot of assumptions about Ireland Baldwin here that really blindsided me constantly on the move. Is she That's constantly what it wants on the believe. move? Constantly on the move. Ireland Baldwin is never without her travel essentials. I mean, I guess I'm constantly on the move from my like kitchen to my bedroom <laughs> and to my living room and back. Same. But like, I wouldn't say that I need my travel essentials for those moves, you know? Your watch is like, you got your steps in. And it's like, all I did was just go back and forth between three rooms in my house. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. So it says, her biggest must have, a tiny box containing a candy heart and a note. Quote, it was a gift from my grandfather before he passed away. She says, I have really bad flight anxiety, so I always keep that with me. They faked the note. And they faked the thing. So it's just like handwritten oh in an God. Us Weekly intern's font or handwriting, Ireland, comma, but nothing else. Comma. And they put the candy heart oh in it. Oh, my okay. God. The other thing, the number two of the four things that took me out, quote, mother knows best, quote, my mom, brackets, Kim Basinger, always carries a little stuffed animal if a baby is fussing on a plane. She has passed that down to me. So that's something that's in her travel that's... bag. A Paddington bear stuffed animal. Because she gives it to crying babies. I'm sorry. If you were a parent and Ireland Baldwin and or Kim Basinger handed your crying child a Paddington bear stuffed animal, would you be like, excuse me, I'm the parent. I know how to deal with with the crying baby. It's so presumptuous. It's so presumptuous. It's just, it's just also, it's just also a very big thing to keep in your bag (laughs) just in case a baby's crying. Like, I'm sorry. Noise canceling headphones are small. I love love to give a woman a tampon. You know, you need an extra tampon? I got you, babe. I got a tampon for you. But a baby, a crying baby, a stuffed animal? I don't have to carry that. Okay. The next third of four things. It gets weirder. It gets weirder. Quote, I fucking love baby food. White leaf provisions pumpkin flavor tastes like you're drinking. <laughs> white white leaf food. provisions pumpkin flavor tastes like you're drinking. <laughs> white leaf provisions pumpkin flavor tastes like you're drinking pie filling. I've turned so many people onto it. She eats baby food. She eats baby food. Who is who wants to drink pie filling? She eats baby food. No, you're get, get away from that. She's eating She's baby, eating baby food. food. But also like pumpkin pie filling is not drinkable. It's like kind of a solid. She's it's eating kind of a solid. Baby food. <laughs> okay. She's eating baby food. She's carrying around a stuffed animal and eating baby food. So now I'm a little sus. Okay. Either she has a baby or she has a baby. Okay, we can move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know. 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Oh, we have a big Rita it's today. Big Rita. Oh my God. We got a big Rita today. Well, before we get into Rita herself, Rita's getting dragged into some drama, courtesy of none other than the Sun. Literally, she gave an exclusive interview to the Sun. I just who gives exclusive interviews to the Sun? That's not like somebody's mistress or like BB I just I'm, whatever. Bibi <laughs> Rexa, because she's promoting her stu- her second mm-hmm. album. Her second studio album, Better Mistakes, which dropped on April 7th. Got to promote it. The LP features huge collaborations with the likes of Doja Cat, Travis Barker, and Ty Dolla Sign, to name a few. Okay, there's your promo. She said to The Sun that she hoped that she would do a song with Dua Lipa, Rita Ora, and Ava Max. Because she's like, let me bring all of the Albanian girls together. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that there are like these all these pop girls that are Albanian. Let's do a song together. However, it did, did not go to plan. According to the outlet... Rexa implied the reason she cannot see it ever happening is because Aura and Lipa, that's Rita and Dua, have a feud. She said a quote. I really let's see. I'm going to read you the quote and see if this is actual implying because they're saying she implied. But she claims that they misquoted her because I'll get to that in a second. I have really tried. I don't know what I don't know what's really going on there or what the drama is. I tried to be the peacekeeper and bring the girls together. For me, I would really love to do something together, but I'm not sure it will ever happen happen and I won't say any more about that it's weird because I know how it is to be a girl and sometimes we can get really competitive I'm not even talking about me Dua Rita and Ava I'm just talking about females in general what happens is there's not enough women at the table okay so that was the quote and then the son said well we know that there are rumors that Rita and Dua have had a feud Mm -hmm. this is like going back years and years and years because I want to say there was some like Adidas campaign that they fought over. It's so exactly. Stupid, it was an Adi- it was an Adidas campaign. Yeah. So apparently that's why they're in a feud. I, who it was knows? like it's like the stupid feud between Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, where it all came down to backup dancers. Like it really does sound right. like this is a right. dumb, really stupid feud. Yeah. So. BB that that got published right BB tweets a UK tabloid is making up an awful story about my friends and women I admire it's absolute bullshit to pit women against each other especially those who I know are good people this toxic gossip is malicious and not fucking true I she did give them an exclusive interview (laughs) Let's read the line again, because this comes after talking about a feud between Dua Lipa and Rita, and she says, I have really tried. They said that they asked her about the relationship between Dua and Rita, and she said, they call it, the son writes, in a carefully worded response when she was asked about the pair's relationship, BB said, I have really tried. I don't know what's really going on there or what the drama is. So they did say, what's the deal with... Dua and Rhea, yeah. are they in a feud? And she said, there is drama. I don't know what I it is. I don't know what it is. So she is kind of confirming that there is drama. Yeah. But she's also saying, I don't really know shit. <laughs> because BB really is careful to say later on in the quote, as you read, that like when she's talking about competitiveness in the industry, she's not talking about the competitiveness between her and her Albanian sisters. You know, like she's like, I'm not talking about true, this. True, but she was asked a direct question about that feud, and she said there is drama. So, but I don't know. Details. She implies that that was that there's something mm-hmm. there. But you're right. She doesn't say. She doesn't confirm a feud. She just said she went. She tried to be a peacekeeper. Yeah. Weirdly, an old photo was resurfaced on Twitter this mm-hmm. week that has a lot to do with this with the two of them and it's so strange because at first I thought 
Dua Lipa's father had posted it like in time to like a battle of feud. But it turns out this photo, even though somebody posted it on Twitter and said, I'm losing my mind, El, El Busio posted it at El Busio, mm-hmm. posted it and said, I'm losing my mind at the photo of Dua Lipa and Rita Ora's grandfathers together. This actual photo from his Instagram that he posted was posted in 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's Dua Lipa's dad, and he's he. It's a picture of two men, a very old photo, all crinkled. You can tell he's mm-hmm. holding it to the camera. It says, "My dad." Sorry if I pronounce this stuff wrong. I'm work. I'm trying. My dad, Sight Lipa, and Mister Basim Sahachu. So remember that's Re- that's Rita's of, middle name. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, grandfathers. How could I forget? Grandfathers of at Dua Lipa and at Rita Ora having a drink in 1960s city of Peja, which is in Albania. That's so weird. crazy. The photo. So this photo has been out since 2000. He posted it in December of 2019. And yeah. It was posted on different Facebook groups and this and that. But this but now it's being resurfaced and people are like, wow, look at this. Like they were friends. Yep. Dua's grandfather. So the Daily Mail wrote about this, the, the resurfacing. Rita Ora and Dua Lipa's grandfathers are seen enjoying a drink in Kosovo in the 1960s in amazing unearthed throwback snap as fans marvel at the connection and family likeness. Dua's grandfather was the head of the Kos- Kosovan Institute of in- History and Intellectual, of History and Intellectual. Oh. oh. And Rita's grandfather uh, was a film and TV and theater director. And so they were buds. But now I'm like so sad they have a feud or a supposed feud. Because think of them like recreating this photo or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. Uh, yeah. Maybe the photo getting press again will like bring them together. Maybe right now they're like. Oh, maybe talking. they'll go and maybe drag. Sort of maybe push. they'll do drag and pose for the photo. <laughs> Both well, of them wearing like tuxedos. Everyone's everyone <laughs> is very rightfully pointing out the uh, physical resemblances between them. Like specifically, Dua's oh, yeah. Dua's grandfather's Dua's eyebrows, like Rita's grandfather's, like com- like face shape. Like I mean, obviously genetics. It's like, oh wow, Ava Philippi looks just like Reese Witherspoon. No shit, that's how genes work. But like, it is. It's always sort of satisfying to see genetics in action. <laughs> you know, like oh wow, they look yeah, alike. Yeah, cool. I just. It's just interesting to me that this BB Rexa kicked up some dirt in this feud that people do know about but don't really talk about as much. And now they're talking about it because BB kind of brought it to light through her son interview, yeah. which is hilarious because she stuck her foot in her mouth there. And this picture gets posted by a random person almost, a, I mean, over a year after it was posted by Dua's dad. And then you have these two things. And I'm like, end the feud. End mm-hmm. the feud. I want to end the feud. And I do think, like, BB's dramatic. BB's obviously really upset that she's involved here because she doesn't want to pit women against women. I do believe that she's like upset. But like when you read the interview again, it does. You can. My suspicion is that she's mostly mad at herself for for saying anything because. Yes, definitely. They're not misquoting her, you know, like. And she didn't need to say that. She didn't need to say that. But I think it it's it would be believable to me to think that BB thought that she was saying as little as possible like she was like i'm gonna dodge this question but she didn't realize that her dodge was not as artful as it should have been you know she could have just said i tried to make it happen it didn't mm-hmm. happen it did mm-hmm. i did i will they probably did follow up the question which there's is it because of the feud and then she had to deal with that but she stuck her she foot like, in mud fuck, fuck, i think fuck, she really fuck, fuck, fuck. yeah yeah she literally was like fuck fuck mm-hmm. fuck in other read news she's on the cover of food and beverage magazine <laughs> 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 right that's pretty cool. It is cool. Because of her Prospero tequila, yeah. 
Chief Creative Partner of Prospero Tequila, Rita Ora. A- the libaceous issue with Rita Ora and Prospero Tequila. When is food and beverage magazine not the libations issue? I mean, I guess it's food and beverage. Sometimes it's food. Okay, sure. Sometimes it's food. I want to know what that drink that she made is. She has like a really pretty red tequila drink next to the Prospero tequila bottle. I'd like to know that. Maybe I'll have to. have to. I might have to buy an issue of Food and Beverage magazine. Yeah. She does look good. I like when Rita Ora is like in business drag. She's like, I'm gonna wear a suit with like a little bit of boob showing. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's like, she's like, here we go. Like I'm a business lady. Bethany Frankel, watch out. You know. She's wearing a pink. It looks almost like leather, like a pink leather suit. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's very cool. She looks great. I don't see Dua Lipa on the cover of Food and Beverage magazine. Lindsay, don't sorry, start shit. Don't start shit, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay that they have different interests. It's okay. I know the girls are not. The girls are not fighting. <laughs> We're working towards a future where the girls are not fighting. How do I even read Food and Beverage magazine? It's not on Apple News. Stop I'll tell you that much. <laughs> It's not on Apple News. <laughs> you have to go to a food and beverage place where food and beverages are sold. Okay. Okay, I'm done here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. And we may play your call on a episode of our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing the Rita theme song. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love those. Support us on patreon.com slash Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. And um, what were we going to say? You heard us. You, you heard, heard us. us. That's twice weekly twice episodes. Weekly episodes. <laughs> Don't forget to watch Woman in the Window on Friday. It comes out on Netflix. This is not Woman an ad. Woman in the we Window coming out Friday. This is exciting this is for us. Exciting. We're actually excited yeah. about Women in the Window coming we're out Friday. If stuff. you are a Patreon, we might be doing a special treat for you involving Women in the Window. Maybe you're not a Patreon yet, but you're excited about Women in the Window. Maybe you want to sign mm-hmm. up and maybe. get in maybe. on that. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye. You will say that. Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous.